We all have a story to tell. The longer our lives, the richer our stories. When I look at you, I see a woman of strength, integrity, character. A woman who has seen hardships, struggles, pain, and loss. A woman who has compassion, love, courage, and power. A woman who has succeeded, failed, and learned. A woman who will continue to persevere and thrive. When I look at you, I see a woman who is wise, not withered. Hello and welcome to the Wise Not Withered podcast. This is season three, episode eight. So let's dive right in. Um, So my first point is to see the good in people, especially those who want to see the good in me. For this one, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about how I sent so many emails, just cold emails to random people on the internet Um, Well, artists, obviously, not just anyone. Um, But yeah, most most of my emails went unanswered, you know, understandably. Um, But, you know, there really weren't all that many outright hostile rejections. So just the idea of seeing the good in people and people wanting to see the good in me, too. Um, A lot of the people that declined really no one said what my biggest fear was, which is, you know, oh, your project is stupid. How dare you ask me? Um, There were a lot of people that actually offered to compromise, like make just a character sheet or just one sketch. Um, It actually was mostly the illustrators that um, wanted to compromise or told me that you know, just $10 for six sketches or however many I ended up asking for um, was not enough, which I totally understood. Um, They just, a lot of people just owned up to $10 not being worth their time. And I, I agree that $10 is definitely a, a kind of laughable for the amount of work I was asking, but just thinking about the grand scheme of the whole project that I do eventually want to recruit 100 people total and $10 times 100, that's already $1,000 of just my own money. So um, I feel like that was um, doable and also just... You know, I wanted people to join not because, ooh, look, $10, but like, wow, look how amazing this project is. You know, it was just, I phrased it as a token of appreciation. But so I was just appreciative of the people that um, responded and declined, but wanted to compromise or owned up to why they declined. Like I said in the last episode about ghosting, I just, I appreciate people that own up to 
a conflict of interest instead of just dropping off and, you know, kind of pretending like nothing ever happened. So the second point that I have is being ultra specific with my plans. Um, and this specifically is talking about meeting up. Um, well, not meeting up in, in person. I never met up in person with any of these artists. Um, but making plans to talk in real time, you know, over, I think it was Skype at that point. Um, I didn't start using Zoom yet until the pandemic. Um, or, you know, a phone call over WhatsApp or, um, yeah, it was mostly over WhatsApp because most of these interactions were international. And I just, sometimes I felt like I was being like hella extra with these time slot options. Like I would literally go through my schedule and say, okay, on, on this day I'm available from this time slot, even if it was like an hour here, an hour there. Like sometimes it felt a little, a little OCD, I guess, or like kind of obsessive to be like, here, I have an hour here, an hour here. But then I, I've just found like, I do that with hanging out with my friends too, or like planning meetings with, of any kind. It's just, I've realized that setting a time is so much more likely to have a follow through. Like it's, there have been times when I just say, oh yeah, cool. Like let's hang out next week. And then they're like, yeah, cool. That sounds great. And then it's like, all right, next week comes around and both of us forget or even worse, one person remembers and doesn't reach out or they do reach out. And then it's like, there's no definite plans and then it doesn't happen. So I always like to be very specific with my plans. Like this is the time I want to meet or this is the time I can meet. You know, does that work for you? Does that not work for you? And so that's just something that I picked up from um, some these interviews that I did for another um, music website that I used to write for many years ago. And that's when I really started interacting with people from all over the world. And I realized just how important it was to get the time zone straight and to say, here's the times that I'm available and here's the times that it would be for you. So just being really specific. And I pretty much do that with all of the plans that I make from anywhere in my life. Like I said, work meetings, obviously. Um, and then just hanging out with friends too. It's like, here's the time I'm available. Does this work for you? So the next point, um, this one is a lot more personal. So I'm actually in New Orleans right now, Louisiana. I'm starting grad school in music therapy. And I moved here about a month and a half ago. So the last episode, I actually was sitting on my couch right where I am now in my new apartment. So anyone that has been listening maybe realize that it's a different space like the acoustics are different in this little living area that i have so um the reason why this is uh relevant right now though is because i am most likely older than a lot of the students here um it's just interesting to walk around on campus again as a student not a teacher since I have been a teacher for the last seven years and just walking around on a college campus again. And 
I'm just looking around and just thinking, wow, like these are my peers. Like these are not my students. I'm actually a student here. I'm not a teacher. So yeah, like most of these people are in their late teens, early 20s. And here I am 30 years old. I mean, looking around, I can tell that there are some older people too. I mean, I'm not sure if the older people are professors or students, who knows? But I'm just owning my age and I'm proudly telling people that I've been teaching for seven years with no shame or telling people I feel old or anything for being 30 when I'm going to grad school. And as I've said in previous episodes and the whole damn point of this project, I am doing my best to really embrace my age and not just automatically feed into this cultural narrative that instructs women to fear and be ashamed of aging. So I know that I, I am still young, you know, I'm 30, I still am of childbearing age, but I'm just, I'm really trying to, at the very least, shift my own narrative about aging and at the very least trying to embrace my own aging as it comes so it's just interesting that moving here and being around all these younger people again is really causing me to really face that so it's just what's going on in my life right now many times while doing things for this project especially in the last couple years I have felt like giving up a few times quite honestly just to be super frank and I've really felt the sting when other people who have been recruited in the project and have finished their part um or I guess maybe it's not the people that have finished their part, but when I have reached out to ask about um, their progress, they have just straight up told me that they thought I had abandoned it or that I closed the project. And I'm trying to give myself grace though and just let it be okay that I'm going at my own pace and know for myself that I am doing my best with what I have and that while we still do have a lot to do, we have already done so much. And I mean, just to be super morbid, you know, like I could die tomorrow. And if I did, I would already be proud of everything that I've done, everything that we have done led by me in this project. So I'm trying to give myself some grace with how I am choosing to focus more on other things in my life right now but I also I'm just giving myself time and I don't think there's anything wrong with that there's really especially because this is just a side project for me this is not my job this is not 
my like main hobbies. This is a personal side passion project. It is a passion project though. I do still feel passionate about it. Um, and I'm just giving myself some grace with taking my time with it. And even if other people have lost interest or don't believe in me, it's, it's a really, it's a real test of my own resilience and my own belief in myself and what I'm doing with this project. So just giving myself some grace. And my last point, um, I guess this is a slightly shorter episode than usual, but no worries with that. My last point is that why is not withered as a concept is truly becoming a lifestyle for me. Like I said, with moving to New Orleans now and being an older person in my program, it really, it really is becoming a mindset and a mentality and a lifestyle for me this concept of being wise not withered like i've already noticed that other women specifically i mean men do this too but not as much i don't think um i've noticed other women that are older in my program just when they say how old they are there's always and i mean always some kind of little comment about like a slightly shameful comment about how old they are or like oh someone called me ma'am Ugh, i don't look that old you know just assuming negative intent with the perspective of age being a bad thing as we age specifically as women it's a bad thing it's just it's this deeply embedded narrative that's just accepted in our culture and that's exactly what I'm trying to fight against and so even though I am posting an update of content for this project only once a month and I know I haven't been updating my social medias as much um, which again I'm just giving myself some grace with that I I will update it more eventually I do plan to do that but um, I'm just taking my time with this and even though I have been updating it a bit sporadically I still do think about this concept why is not withered almost every single day you know as I'm moving through the world and as I'm experiencing other women talking about their age and you know I I'm trying to not get pedantic about it like I don't swoop in and say oh no your why is not withered I mean I admit sometimes I do, <laughs> but I'm really just trying to do this for myself, trying to embrace my own aging process as it happens and see it as a privilege that I get to grow older, that I get to keep living. That is, that's really what it is. It's either you keep living or you die. It's like, do you want to just die when you're young versus keep getting older and you're still alive. I mean, it's just, again, it's one of these things that it's such a deeply embedded narrative in our culture that I feel like a lot of people aren't even really stopping to think about why it is that they are complaining about aging. It's just this automatic response that we are just feeding into unconsciously and that is the whole damn point of this project to fight against that narrative and you know obviously there's the there is my whole goal of 
creating all these characters, which I have done, and making all these stories and illustrations also, which have been mostly completed. Um, and then, you know, the next phase is adding in the audio aspect, so voice acting and music, and then making a formidable package and sending it to video game companies. That is the ultimate goal, at least in terms of a tangible product. But really, truly, the ultimate goal is to change this narrative about aging as a negative thing for women as a human race. So that's all I have today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Or as I said last week, I won't see you, but you will hear me um, next month. Thank you so much for listening. Bye bye.